What is up, everybody? This is Jerry, Toffee Blues USA, coming to you from Winston-Salem, North Carolina, in the United States of America, which is an interesting place these days. Uh, joining me uh, for, it's the first time me meeting him, but he's appeared on Toffee Blues before. We have Sachin from Minneapolis, Minnesota of Falcon Blues fame. Sachin. How are you, man? I'm doing well. Thank you, Jerry. Thanks for having me on Toffee Blues and all other blues out there that may have come across this. It's a pleasure. <laughs> yeah, so uh, if, 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 uh, if you recognize Sajin, number one, you probably recognize him from uh, Falcon Blues. He's their uh, uh, American correspondent. You know, he does a lot of work on there. But also, he did uh, an, uh, me, an Everton and Me video for us in which he talked about uh, – how he came to be an Evertonian, how he became Sachin the Blue, uh, which is really cool. And I have watched it, and you should too. It's a really cool story. If you're having trouble finding it, I would recommend go to Sachin's Twitter, and it's pinned. It's his pinned tweet, so you should check that first out. Tweet. Yes. You may not like everything else after that first tweet, but that, that first tweet will be good, I promise you. <laughs> it's a really relatable story. And for a lot of those other folks out there who are, because not all of our, our viewers are in America. We have a lot of people uh, in other countries, England, you know, watching. But um, for perspective, as an American Evertonian, uh, that process of like picking a club and like testing a club and figuring out, does this fit right? You know, and a lot of times you narrow it down. You had the same two choices I did, by the way, Sachin. Both of us were like down to Spurs and Everton. Yeah. And what's funny is that is a common choice when in America, I'm yeah. noticing. It, it really is. Because I mean, and that's why we usually get along well with Spurs fans, you know, it's because it's more than just about winning to be yeah. blunt, to be completely blunt with you. <laughs> Though <laughs> we do it more than that, I have to say. <laughs> but no, it is. Yeah, it is a relatable story, as you say. Yeah, immediately I was just like, I've been through that, man. Yes, I know that. I know that trip, that journey. You know, that uh, learning journey. And uh, and you're right. For a lot of people, that big that World Cup that year was big. Yeah. You know, that was a big World Cup when you're trying to figure things out. Who where your allegiances lie. That was Every a- match was like on ESPN. I remember like super excited. It was before, you know, all the streaming and pay to pay to watch services. So I remember I could watch like anything I want. Any match I, I was free for, I could watch mm-hmm. essentially. So I thought that was, that's a big thing, which, you know, the Premier League just scrapped their pay-per-view. So that's a win yes. for consumers. So that is a big one right there. Uh, off topic, but kind of <laughs> off yeah, topic. It's okay. It's, it's the world, you know, yeah. and there's nothing else going on in the world today, no. especially in the USA right now. Nothing, nothing no. happening at all outside this. Man United game. losing yesterday and then they're, they're playing on Sunday. That's, that's all I'm focused on. <laughs> no. I, I have a United guy at work that I, that I work with and he comes by and like complains about his team. And after the most recent one, he was just shaking his head. And I'm like, you can't even pronounce that Turkish team, can you? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I can. I've seen them play before, but 
like, that's what you get, you know? Dimba Ba. I just yeah, Dimba Ba. Love the tea made up of PL rejects. <laughs> <laughs> Striking again on a Thursday Oh, Ba showing up and just, you know, making that famous run from, from uh, midfield in. No. Yeah. Love yeah. that he does that. Yeah, we've lost any <laughs> Liverpool fans that we're, we're, we're tuning in right there. <laughs> they, they only come to leave mean comments, and we thank them because it gives us views, man. It gives hey, that's us the views. way I look at it, too. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way I look at it, too. So. <laughs> uh, so let's talk a little bit more about you, because I and just so everybody knows, I, I normally do talk about how people become uh, a blue, but you've got that video you can totally go to. Uh, to, to kind of get to know Sachin a little bit more. So we're going to jump into some other questions, actually. Um, uh, just talking, talking, uh, talking Everton a little bit. Uh, actually, first, let's talk about what's your, what's your local um, supporters group? Do you actively participate in that? Or are you one of those folks who's like, I'm kind of a homebody when I watch, you know, that kind of thing? What, what, where, where do you prefer to watch the magic other than being over in England? It's funny. It's it's the middle because I, I have gone and I and I do go. I'll say because I'll go back to Minneapolis Toffee or Minnesota Toffees. Um, but last year in my living situation, I wasn't able because to take public transport to the bar. Then they switched it this year. And in the meantime, I got some friends that started watching the match, and we'll get up early. So uh, they bought the kit, and so I kind of. Well, you know, if they want to watch it, I'm more than willing to to watch it and suffer, suffer my Saturday morning with them. So I kind of don't go go there anymore. But I I love the six. I guess for you, seven thirty, the twelve thirty kickoff for the first yeah. time. Let's keep it simple. That's one of my favorite kickoffs because I get up at five thirty or five twenty eight just so I'm ready for the team news. You know, on Twitter, yeah. you know, brushing my teeth. It's so ready, and then I go up. You know, no one's out. You know, and you're just you're just I, you have that adrenaline. You know, it's yeah. just like and there's nothing better that wakes me up. So I actually love those. It's like Chelsea, the the win versus Chelsea at home, big dunk. You know, that was a six thirty or twelve thirty p.m. kickoff. So. So it's kind of no, I'm not a homebody, but I don't don't go to Minnesota Toffees, but I do, I will in the future. So honest. just so everybody knows, though, Minnesota Toffees is the Minneapolis area yeah. supporters group. Is that what that is? Yes. Oh uh-huh, yeah, Minneapolis, St. Paul. I, I don't think you'd find an Everton fan outside of Minneapolis or St. Paul. It's tough to find them <laughs> inside of Minneapolis or St. Paul as it is. So I don't, don't think you'd be hard pressed to be. Honest. Uh, so very cool. We always we always talk about your local supporters group just to kind of give them yeah. a shout out, that kind of thing. And it's cool you've been, which is rad. Uh, so, uh, what what's your let's think about as much as you've been as long as you've been watching Everton. What has been your favorite Everton match? Have you talked about that? I have in a Falcon Blues team one, but okay. I honestly think I probably changed my choice to the to the Chelsea. Because of what has happened in the last 12 months, I will say mm-hmm. that Chelsea win with Big Dunk and Carlo and now where we are, like that, I picked that singular moment as a potential turning point for this club for the mm-hmm. 21st century. So I want to say that's my favorite match and like would have meant to everybody in that stadium. So that was my game of the, that was my match of the season last year. Yeah. That was, yeah. Cause you just rewatch, like, you know, I rewatch it and I did rewatch it and just, oh my goodness, just goosebumps. <laughs> and it was, but other than that, it was the Arsenal three uh, nil uh, defeat Lukaku's and Martinez's yes. first season, you know, where we absolutely just destroyed them. 
Is that when we put him like more like on yeah, the right the instead of playing? Yeah, yeah. as a right wing with Naismith up top, and he just cut inside on Monreal. I think the whole match and yep. just had no answer. That's awesome. So yeah, that. But I think I think the big dunk, big dunk Chelsea match takes over the the top spot for me now. That's a nice one. Uh, who's your current favorite Everton player? Or Charleston. Or a Charles, and it's. That's a, I mean, that's I'm sure a that's, nice pick. <laughs> I mean, not even a question. I mean, it's him top three because I mean, I just there's so many to love. It's Richie, Dom, Holgate. Those are my top three, just because I love Dom and Mason when they came in, and everyone mm-hmm. I remember because I was more active on Reddit back then. Now I'm more active on Twitter because mm-hmm. just Reddit's bigger, and I just don't feel the need to comment there. Yeah. But back then, there was a lot of abuse towards them for the people who I'm sure that people who watch this will know you know there's say people hating on and Davies included yeah. and you see Dom and Mason where they're at now and it's just you can't help but they're the utmost best people like those two Marcus Rashford you can just tell they're good people yeah quality people and like Richie too you know and you can tell Richie does so much for the community and you know they're like they get the club like Richie funded the math league team to go to Japan last year yeah. He's spoken in front of the Brazilian Congress, you know. He he never forgets. Like you cannot. The only people who hate Richie are are Cowboys. Literally, <laughs> the only and, and maybe Watford fans, which is a different story. But right, I know every blue, like every blue loves Richie, and he's number one in my heart. But I have to give a shout out to my two other boys. Yeah, my my kids. Uh, I, I put that Oasis song on often, and my kids uh, sing the words to the Richarlison song, you know, and uh, <laughs> yeah. except they have to change the the bad language. <laughs> well, did you see what he just reposted on Instagram? I think it was today. It was a little, yeah. like, maybe like a six-year-old who sings the song and he says it, and his mom's like, that's a bad word. He goes, come on, mom, just say it. Just say it. it's the cutest. And Richarlison, re- I've seen it probably a month ago on Twitter, but he just reposted it today. I've got to find oh, that. Yeah, it's, yeah, go to his, his Instagram account. I'm sure it's on Twitter too, but Instagram for sure. <laughs> Wow, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, we're we're big uh, Richarlison folks here in, here in North Carolina. Uh, my family. Good. Love Gotta it. love that guy. Um, so, making it more personal, if you were an Everton player, who, like, who is the, the Everton player, can be from the past, can be now, who is Sachin the most like you? You know what I mean? Who's the... Sachin doppelganger, personality-wise, looking-wise, doesn't matter. I just who are you as an Everton player? The most like me. Hmm. Well, the player. It's a I weird question. I started Ghana. asking people. No. The player I want to be is Ghana because I always want to be a defensive mid, but I don't have. I'm not not, not anywhere near that. But a center back. So, whew, that's a tough one. Let's think. Maybe, maybe Unsworth. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Throwback, way far back when. Don't get nearly as many goals as him, but kind of, kind of do what's needed. More recently, maybe Julian Lescott, but when he was good. Nice, interesting maybe. choice. Maybe yeah. because yeah. I'll yell at people and then I'll make a mistake and they'll yell at me. So, <laughs> so you know, it's Ashley Williams, but I don't want to say that because Ashley Williams is a bear in a blue shirt. So yeah. like my mind was instantly, it was like, oh, Ashley Williams is a good center back, just not for us. So <laughs> <laughs> just had a mare. But no, I'd say, I'd say probably one of those, one of those three. Okay. I want to be Gata. I want to be, I love yeah. Gata. Just what he does in midfield, the engine, the engine he yeah. provided, just always, 
I love the the people that break up the play, the ones who do the the dirty work and want to. I want to be the because I love stopping. I really I try to play striker. I realize stopping a goal is way more satisfying for me. And making a tackle where you just push the attacker over, they're yeah. bad. But you're like, well, the ball's with me, so <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? I just saw. I was like, God, because God, I was so industrious while he did. He make it look so yeah. easy. And now we have Alan, who also makes it look very easy. Okay, so that's what I'd want to be. I got you. I totally am with you on that. Uh, no, I, yeah, because I, I would want to be Leighton Baines. I'm nowhere near cool enough. I was like, I'm not hip enough to, to be that guy. I'd have to be someone else, you know? You got to get the, the camera out, too. Yeah. Photography <laughs> is, is, is pretty good as well. I was like, I don't know enough about music. Well, I mean, I to be honest, like, I am a, like, I do video marketing. So, oh, but I'm more so. of a director rather than a cinematographer. So, it's like... You I don't still know probably if I can... a thing or two, so. Yeah, but I'm not. Yeah, Leighton Baines is too cool. I got to figure out who's <laughs> who's dorky enough to be me. Uh, it takes a little work. Uh, but uh, here's a question: If Kirby Puckett was, would, would it be Ghana or would it be uh, Alan? Which one? And the Kirby Puckett. Who? I only mention this because I know you're. Kirby Minnesota. Puckett would be Mikel Arteta, who could do it all. Get a goal, <laughs> class all around. Because I remember watching show. Minnesota won, win the World Series and Kirby Puckett. I was like, my gosh, that guy, that guy is like Mr. Crazy Hustle player, and he can do it all. You were right. Do it all. I'd say Mikel Arteta. Mikel Arteta. Always. Nice. So I'm just always there when you need to know, kind of deal. So do you follow any local teams, like any local uh, – it doesn't have to be so, uh, soccer. It could – you know, I wasn't sure if you're a Loons guy or – I, I used to be a Loons guy. Yeah. I am a basketball fan, but I used to be a Loons guy. I used to go to a bunch of the matches when they were in Blaine, which is about a 20, 30-minute drive north mm-hmm. of the cities when they are in the second division. Um, and I went to a few matches. I went to actually quite a bit of matches the first two years when they were in MLS at the, they played at the university stadium when their stadium was being mm-hmm. built. Yeah. And to be honest, like you, you hear Goodison and you're on Twitter. So you hear all the, the shouts that I basically, <laughs> and I I just want to say there've been multiple times at United matches where I don't swear. I'm just, you know, cause they're kids or whatever, but mm-hmm. I'll make my mind known. I'll yell at the rap. I'll yell at whomever. And then I've gotten told to stop talking. And I'm not being overly excessive in my opinion. But my response is, if you don't want to hear that, watch on the match. And because, I mean, the fans are who make the game. Like, if Goodison didn't turn into the bear pit where we turn on our players after three matches, like, it makes me mad, but it is what it is. It's like, these people want a library like Anfield. So I kind of got turned off by that. Mm -hmm. And I started following this, it's like a semi-pro team called Minneapolis City SC. Oh wow! They, like they're yeah they're, they they they're a semi-pro team I'd say like the lowest not semi-pro lowest level of professional kind of like a fifth division I would say I wasn't sure if it was like USL two or US it's like I think one step below USL two so really okay so wow. like you know I think one or so it's kind of they're pro but it's like D three college players you know so yeah well like it's fun it's fun to watch that and you know it's like and I and I do think that my best like seeing those players and what like I it's just enjoying scenes like grassroots football it's like the non-league stuff you see at England where they where they're equally likely to misplace an easy five-yard pass as it is to them score a 25-yard curler. Like, actually the stuff I saw in the second division when they were United I cannot believe like the 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 parody yeah disparity i should say between some of the class and not class so yeah it's it's crazy like even like the usl2 we have a local usl2 team here that we go and watch a lot because a lot of wake forest players play for them yeah and we big wake forest 
soccer Didn't Jack fans. Harrison go to Wake Forest? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, Jack Harrison's flying for Leeds. <laughs> it's crazy, crazy what in the it? world is happening. It's crazy. Yeah. Wake Forest got a player in the Premier League. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crazy, but yeah. um, they're actually you. You have a way. Oh uh, no, no, I can't say you anymore because you said you're not a Loons guy anymore. But I know uh, they have a, a, a at least one former Wake player playing for them right now. Uh, I'm trying to think who to be. Uh, uh, you traded for him. Oh, I went came, came from Sporting, uh, Sporting uh, Kansas City. He's like the best, one of the best center backs in the league. Oh, I call Para. Yeah. Oh, okay. Easy money. When you said center back, he yeah. is good. I was say I've seen him play. He is very, very good. Yeah, he's he's very he's good. Um, very cool though, because you, I, I like that. But yeah, I would. I was, I was getting around to the fact that yeah, you'll see a brilliant play, and then you'll see just a very kind of a silly missed pass here or there. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I I noticed is some of these players are building their consistency. You know what I mean? And they're mm-hmm. I mean, they're still yeah. growing. Some of them are like. 19 years old you know and some of them some of them are actually younger than that because they've come straight up straight from a club you know and they've been promoted yeah. up to that you well, know what i mean i want to say i saw alfonso davies in 2017 when he was 16 play and i could not believe that he was 16 because he was physically built the fastest player on the pitch the most technically able player on the pitch and i will like i, I i've seen rooney I think it's the, a bunch of Van Dyke. I don't think Alfonso Davies is the rawest player I have ever seen. What he was doing, great. It was MLS stuff, but you uh-huh. look at his goals. It was Farmers League for him. It was literally. So I'll say that was that was something when you talk about the MLS and yes. quality. Oh geez, I want to say you saw him live too, uh, just because I, I want to say, oh, I know somebody who saw. It. <laughs> <laughs> I, we we watched. There's a there's a really good. Um, youtube channel i think it's uh d is it dk kickoff um uh, anyway it's a really good youtube channel that has like all these compilations and there's a really cool mini doc on alfonso davies that it shows his journey and it's just it's so good it's i'll have to check it i know about his journey a little but because bundesliga yeah. puts out good content and they put out you know mm-hmm. some they've got good stories about Pulisic. they're good at marketing so yes they are i've seen some stuff about davy a lot of stuff actually now in the last year i wish there were a lot more like mini docs like doing profiles on players that you could learn about them you know and connect the with them pl doesn't really do bit. that well at all has no youtube yeah. presence other than nbc sports which just posts highlights in liverpool and villa highlights or docs like literally like <laughs> literally the weirdest the weirdest mini stories with our Ar- Ar- not Arlo White who's the guy Roger oh it's Raj yeah, yeah. <laughs> every club but Everton gets featured with it for the last like five years come believe it <laughs> uh, I think he's I, I would hope he's trying to like fight the bias really hard but you know to be like hey I'm not biased I'm picking actual stories but at the same time with Raj you never know with Raj yeah really you, you don't know never know you don't yeah. know um, so, uh, rounding out, rounding out our conversation about Sachin before we actually go on to Everton stuff. Um, what's your area of expertise and do you have advice for me? <laughs> so my area of expertise, uh, I'm a third year dental student. That's what tooth mechanic means, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. That's what I, tooth mechanic means. I wrote yeah. it down thinking <laughs> that was what it would be, but yeah. I wanted to double check. It wasn't some crazy new uh, way of designing. Nope. <laughs> nope. nope. <laughs> it's as simple as it appears. Yeah. So 
I guess my advice would be to floss your teeth and brush twice a day because that goes I, a very long way. I legit floss every day. And there's, there's, yeah, I do. And I've never known I'd have to feel the need to impress an average fan. <laughs> <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> I swear, man. I swear. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't see through the Zoom call, so you're good. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, no, uh, the there's a really famous Mitch Hedberg quote who was like one of my favorite comedians of all time who's he's dead now but he was talking about uh, uh, quitting smoking he said a lot of people don't understand how hard it is to quit smoking he's like it is just as hard to quit smoking as it is to start flossing (laughs) like that is a solid analogy man (laughs) accurate yeah I was gonna say pretty accurate quote honestly build the (laughs) habit not easy uh, so anyway, that is, that is our, our intro to Sachin getting to know, getting to know Sachin. So yay, there we yeah, go. Yeah. Normally we would have applause from the studio audience. Yeah. These guys back here, they're all clapping. All right. Thank you very much for being here. We are going to roll into Newcastle really quick before we do that. This is an unplanned thing that I have to say. Um, uh, I ha- it's sort of a weird like announcement thing, but it's just kind of cool. Uh, so uh, we we've had on our show a couple times Tony from Chicago EFC Fans Forum. Uh, he's a representative on there, right? And uh, basically, he told me after he's come on, he's a super nice guy. He told me one day, t- one day randomly, he's like, "Hey, keep your eye on the mail." And I'm like, "I, what does that mean?" I was like the mail, the email. What do you, what do you mean the mail? And he, he asked for my address. And just yesterday, I got a a package from Chicago, and came with a letter that Tony had written to me. Basically, a very kind letter, along with a copy of "Here We Go." All right, which Everton in the 1980s, the player stories. I've seen this book. I I've never read it. And Tony gave it to me as, as a gift, basically helping me get to know the club's history. And That's I'm a brilliant. reader. I'm an avid reader. Uh, and the fact I've been uh, just dying for an Everton book to read. And so I'm really excited. And it actually has, there's, a, there's an autograph in there. <laughs> autograph in there. He says, you know, even if you read this, you know, the bonus of this copy is signed by Kevin Ratcliffe. There you oh, go. Nice. Which it's really my my kid was 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 holding this book, my eight year old, and when I was reading the letter out loud, he goes, "Dad, oh my gosh, I'm like this," and he like did a little fake faint because my whole family is like batshit crazy for Everton. So <laughs> very strong chance. Hopefully, all this is appropriate that my my kids will be reading this soon too. Very cool. I just want to say. Uh, thank you to Tony on the air. Uh, you know, hope to have you back soon. I just had to say that because this was a, this means a lot. This is so Everton community. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, no, it's it just really exactly, is. this is, it's just a little microcosm. If I could sit there and say, this is what Everton community is like that right there. Somebody going out of their way. They don't have to do that. He did not have to do that. And I'm just thankful. And I just want to say thank you. And I, feel just lucky to be an Everton supporter right now you know it's really cool yeah anyway really is a great family really um so uh that was totally unplanned it came in the mail 
And so I was like, oh, I've got to say something. So yeah, anyway, I haven't even told Tony that I've gotten it yet. So I should probably send him a message. Oh, uh, so, so anyway, we are going to move on now. Nice throw, Jerry. Thank you, Jerry. All right. So this weekend, crap happened. Yes, uh, <laughs> Everton played Newcastle. And if, if you've been under a rock, it's, it's, it's late in the week, you know? So I'm not going to worry about a spoiler alert. I'm just going to say we lost. And it was shitty. Just saying. 2-1. Uh, it was not fun. Uh, and I had to watch it afterwards. So I already knew I was going to be watching it. Oh, crap. no. That's the worst. Time. I've been there. been there. Don't die. You suffered I, through it. <laughs> like, when's the goal going to come? Oh, is it this chance? You don't see the minutes? And you're like, oh. <laughs> Oh, that's, oh, that's it was so bad. It was like watching brutal. paint dry that first half, man. It was just so <laughs> yeah, uneventful. Paint dry for the first 89 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too long didn't read. <laughs> so anyway, we're not gonna we're gonna do, we're not gonna do a straight up match review like we would normally do because it's not earlier in the week. It's not Wednesday. By the time you watch this, it's gonna be Friday. So yeah. we're gonna quickly just do a, just hit a couple of quick talk, talking points. And I'm gonna give Sachin his choice. Um, uh, so here, here's what I've got in my grab bag of topics. Um, number one, the lineup and approach. There's one possibility. Uh, number two, the penalty. Okay. Number three, no Gordon. Seriously. Number four, Gomez or Sigurdsson. What's the deal with having to make that choice right now? And number five, anything else? That you can pull from your mind grapes. Let's start. Let's start with the lineup because I think that's that's the big story. I feel like that's the all. biggest talking point. That's the, <laughs> I think that's why the penalty happened. That's why yeah. we didn't see Gordon. I think there are a lot of question marks on that. The only positive of that lineup was in Kunku, I think, and and Robin Olsen. Because Robin, I think we have a genuine competition for a number one keeper now. If Pickford does poorly on mm-hmm. Sunday or Saturday, excuse me. I do think if he makes a mistake, Olsen will be in the next next match, which is good because I thought he had kept two great saves. But other than that, and Nkunku, mm-hmm. who maybe was a little bit out of his depth, I thought the whole lineup was poor. I honestly do. I think mm-hmm. you look at Newcastle. You, you everyone I mentioned it for my Falcon Blues. Everyone knows Newcastle plays three at the back. It's not a surprise. You know their their trigger players are Almiron and and say Maximan. Mm-hmm. And I understand why Carlo wanted all those players in midfield to kind of run a double pivot in possession and maybe play between the lines, but out of possession and whatnot, it just didn't work. Well, in possession, mm-hmm. it didn't work. And then out of possession, it definitely didn't work because we've all seen those midfielders play and we know they can't do the job. Um, so I just think they, they should have got, I should think Carlo should have played three at the back. Mm-hmm. I think he maybe would have if Godfrey had been available, but it was just Brantwick coming in. Mm-hmm. I, and then, because you saw the it was all on the right wing with with Kenny, with who had a really poor final final ball. Thankfully, Coleman's coming back, and then on the left, and Kunku was they tried, but he just didn't have. And I don't blame him. You know, he's replacing Luca Dean, just didn't have what it took. And I think with with those ineffective areas, those are really where we get a lot of our creative chances from. Yeah, you know, with bombing the fullbacks down and cutting inside. It showed that we didn't have a plan B, and these players were were the players are ineffective. And it was, I mean, Dom was how isolated was Dom. That's what reminiscent of last season before yes. Ancelotti. So, so I think I think he will. I think he did learn from it because Ancelotti's have to match. He said after the penalty, everything changed and kind of hinted at 
they were going for a nil-nil to make one off a set piece with Sigurdsson, you know, on the size or whatnot. But obviously hindsight's twenty twenty. I don't think that's the right approach anyways at Newcastle, considering we beat them last year there and we should be beating Newcastle every year, you ask me. I always maybe maybe look that's that arrogance kind of creeping in because you know it's a premier it's a premier league that's why we watch because anything can happen yeah but i think it's that anything can happen because you got it all wrong because mm-hmm. of the three at the backs three we knew and they culminated with delft just throwing ball after ball in the middle with one shot thrown into rosette and i just couldn't believe that delft you know this leader from city was just doing the same thing over and over again and it was it was utterly frustrating and the subs were baffling and it was all it was all it was all poor other than Olsen I'd say mm. and Dom doing what he does best I mean Dom being isolated for that long last year he wouldn't get that goal but in the 90th minute you know he's still clever Laron gets mm-hmm. in between you know and then a little miscommunication between the two of them and nicks it and we could Bernard you know we could have taken something from a game where we didn't deserve anything which I would love to after the Newcastle, and they got two goals in the final minute last year. But mm-hmm. it was re- oh, it was just really baffling from from start to finish, if you ask me. And it, it was reminiscent of old Everton, to be honest. And I don't want to be reactionary at all because we were missing how many players? A Holgate, mm-hmm. Dean, Coleman, Richie, Thomas, five players, and that's a completely different side. But like I said, you expect with all those players training and the whole quality being raised that one of these experienced internationals, bless you. Sorry. <laughs> no, but one of these experienced internationals making how many hundred K pounds a week minimum would step up and be a match winner, you know, because when you're second going into the match after Liverpool or going into the match, you know, you, I don't know, maybe that's the arrogance of winning early, but I, I expected more, mm. expected more to be frank and the penalty yeah. decision soft too bad, but Gomez should know better. Gomez should get his child. Callum Wilson essentially admitted to diving. It is yeah. what it is. The Premier League, I don't, you know, I didn't expect anything to happen. I mean, it is what it is. But, yeah. and Carlo knows it is what it is. That's the better part. We have a manager that knows. He understands mm-hmm. what the league is. We're not going to get any love from that. Yeah. But, but Gomez, and Go, I, I had more issue, honestly, with the second goal with Gomez because that run, I think, was it, Al, I forget who it was. It was Almiron, maybe someone else. But Gomez should have cut him down. And Gareth Barry would have cut him down every single time that he wasn't on the yellow card. But he, the Newcastle player wriggles away and they're, 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 they're in, you know, mm. and the goal is assured at that point. And that's what frustrated me more because he should, he should know to cut him down. He's not on the yellow at that point. It's a take that tactical foul. And I was really disappointed with that because you need somebody. Allen, I think, 100% makes that foul because he gets it. Mm. And so I was more worried with that then, I mean, the penalty is terrible, but the second goal is just like, you're trying to jockey, you know you're beaten. Take him down, take the yellow. Yeah. But that kind of sums it up. So, going back a little bit, and I want to come back to Gomez, too. Gomez. Gomez. I just got a side kit, too. I feel bad. I just want a competition on Twitter. and it's not, they, they didn't tell me the side kit was coming out to Gomez, and I need to get a frame because, you know, it's still – but it's just like, oh, it feels bad. Oh, I have to, yeah. Right. So, so let, let's hit him first just because I want to – but I want to go back to formation and purpose and all that. Okay. Um, so when I was watching Andre Gomez, I, 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 I see a player who seemed like he was not concentrating. 
he seemed like he was mentally not as present. Mm-hmm. You see so many stray passes. You saw in the first half, he and Dom are forward to try to press on the goal kick, right? And so they're, they're, they're forward and they're waiting for the goal kick and the keeper motions everybody forward, says go. Dom and Gomez turn their back and start jogging and so do the other Newcastle players, but Dom turns back around. Gomez keeps running forward with his back turned. Meanwhile, the Newcastle player has come back and they've taken a short kick behind his back. Okay? That's just not mentally present. And he's a sharper player than that. Now, I realize maybe he's not normally there, but that's that's up here. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, exactly. And I don't – a lot of people are saying, I don't think he's back from his injury. Maybe not. And maybe his injury is why he's not sharp. Maybe he's sitting there – He's not confident, and that's I causing think him he's to... definitely confident. You hear the stories about him. It's definitely in, in his in, up here. Yeah. I think it's 100% up there, and that's the worst part about it. And, you're, and spot he, on. it you're spot on with what he said. And that it's, I think he has the ability. I think he just needs to find himself again. Yeah, I just it, it starts with just complete – I mean, just being able to, to do the little things right, you know? I mean, how many mm-hmm. times, how many breakaways did you see where he – Receive the ball, look up, try to feed somebody with a little thread the needle ball through, and it goes to the other team over and over and over again. It's little stuff like that. And I don't like jump piling on. I'm not a pile on kind of guy. I, you know, I, I think Andre Gomez does a lot of, uh, you know, I think there's a lot more quality to him uh, that stats don't show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? In, pa- yeah. in the past, but right now, I, I, looking at the eye test and you look at the stats, He's not really passing either. And I, and I really do. I like the guy. I don't like, it's just, it's just, I I think there's something up here that he's got to solve. And only when this comes, is he back? You know, I think, I think he'll come good. If any, I mean, Carlo is known for his man management. Yes, he is. If anybody can, can unlock Gomez again, it's, it's, it's Carlo. So I like, I like the term unlock. That's perfect. Unlock Gomez. (laughs) I mean, well, you remember, we've all seen his quality. We know yeah. he, when he's there, it's one touch, 60-yard cross-field ball that's perfect. Yeah. You know, not the – you switch off and, yeah, no, it's it's all mental for, for him, I think. And so hopefully yeah. we, we, see, we see it back soon in his form. Yeah, hope so. Um, you know, for now, though, uh, I'm not sure if I would be starting him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, although it may not be good for his confidence. Uh, I mean, it, that's one of the reasons why you have players on the bench. That's why you want depth is to be able to put in yeah. a player like that, uh, to, you know, to be able to, if a player's not performing, sit the bench for a little bit, dude. Yeah, exactly. No, you know? I think, yeah, I just think the injury bug has just changed it up. So, and he just wants the experience in there. I don't, I don't know what Carlos was thinking, but I'm See, sure yeah. that right I'm there. sure, I'm sure, I'm sure it'll change. I'm, I'm, I think that could be a one-off. It's on to the next match, you know, sort of deal. I mean, a two-off, I guess, because South, Southampton are a good side. I always knew that was going to be a tough match and didn't expect yeah. us to get, you know, a, a result. But the, the Newcastle one is a poor result, in my opinion. But yeah. Uh, the, it happens. I, I, I know I'm not the only one who, you know, peed a little when they saw the lineup. You were like, who is – what? You know, because you were like, these players don't match. Yeah. I was trying to figure it out. Um, and when I started watching the match, I started kind of figuring out, okay, I kind of see where, what he, where he's doing here, you know. Um, mm-hmm. you know 
it's this it's smothering them yeah. you know what i mean it was just trying to like stifle and smother and that was really what it is but it's a very it's not a very proactive approach when it comes to scoring you know it's very like just hold it back it's, it's, it's a very plan a it's, if, you, yeah. if plan a doesn't work then it's you're as well sort of deal. yeah you know, you know? that's that's the worst part is you, you okay plan a doesn't work then you you tweak it go with the plan b and if that plan B involves Cheng Toshin and not Anthony Gordon, I'm going to be asking some questions, to be perfectly honest with you. To be perfectly honest with you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, honest was, with you as well. But, uh, you know, watching, you see, you know, on the attack, you see Delph and Decore slide back onto that back line. You see Kenny and Nkunku get forward. So, okay, well, there's a little speed, on, you know, on the wings, which is cool. But the problem that I, I have with that is – it takes time for them to get yeah. forward. And who's ahead of them? Where's our speed on the wings to, to be, or, or just our speed cutting in to help Dom up top? It's just, there's, it's, it's, yeah. the transition takes too long. The, to one, the one striker right? against three center backs yeah. is just not, unless you're hitting the balls into the channel behind them and then following up, and which we didn't do, it's, there's, it's not going to really work. And we try to play our way in yeah. on the wings. And like you said, it takes too long. And, at that point, with Newcastle's shape, it was yeah. you don't have the quality of Bahamas mm-hmm. or a Charleston to, to make something happen. And I don't want Dom dropping, you know, outside of the box, you know, 25 yards to just make a simple pass. Mm-hmm. That defeats the whole purpose of having him in there. So, yeah, it's it was it was it was tough. It was tough to watch. And chances for you know, I feel like we had some chances. So I don't want to sit there and say we had no attacking like thrust forward at all. Uh, and I feel like defensively, the plan was sort of working if you're trying to until they got the penalty because they weren't getting yeah. a ton of chances. We weren't no. getting – it wasn't an onslaught. Wilson did have to make a good save, though. There was one penalty. really good save. One, he made a, a, a top save before the penalty and then one after before the second. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I do think Pickford probably makes those saves because, I mean, there's similar like, reaction. The second save, I don't know. The second save, I don't even know how he still saved that one. Yeah. But – I, they did probably say I have the better chances, I would say, just because mm-hmm. it took 90 minutes, I think, right. for us to to kind of show our impetus, show our yeah. impetus. So, yeah. Uh, so. like, I, know, I know watching the first half, I was kind of like, you know, okay, this is a game. Eh. You know, it reminded yeah. me, it did remind me of past Everton teams where it didn't seem like we were set up to win. Yeah. You know, and I don't think that squad that was on the first half was set up to win. It was very like, let's win it in the second, maybe some attacking subs, get some energy in there. There we go. It was the reactionary team, I would say. You know, kind of playing reactionary, second fiddle, you know, not going out there and dictating the tempo per se. And that, I think that, you know, it's kind of was the story of the match, you know, off, off the front foot. So... I realize we haven't hit all of these, but really, it is what it is. This game sucked. <laughs> yeah. you know, and so let's move on. All right, uh, really good points there. Let's. There we go. The card is gone, and so it's question time. Right. Let's <laughs> let's talk mailbag. So, I am going to read off our mailbag that was sent to me. Reddit. I'm just going to go ahead and say, 
the Reddit people out there are coming through every single week. They come Love through. Love to see that. Uh, it's <laughs> really, it's so cool. They come through and they, they give questions every single time, you know? Um, so first, first question. Um, okay. Nine Yoshi five. Let's just address this. I can't give specifics here, but I think the, we maybe reword the question. The initial question is who should we sign in January? If anyone at all. So I will read that word, that question, because I can't give specifics. I I'm thinking, should we sign anyone at all? Let's word it like that because it's the January window that sucks. So what do you think? I always think yes, because I think every January window, there should probably be outgoings and there should be replacements for that. Mm -hmm. But whether it's a loan or loan is what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Yeah. Whether a permanent purchase, I mean, we hear about this. I I think there's always attractive loans available come January. If you're Mm -hmm. probably willing to, to pay the wages, you know, Mm -hmm. because you know, there are a lot of, there are every, every, you know, big team where we're on, you know, they're trying to bridge that gap has players that don't play, you know, mm-hmm. and they're unsettled and it's who wants to pay their wages because the managers at that point really have an idea, of, especially with Madrid. I'm, I'm talking about Isco right now. You know, I'm kind of yes, I know. The know. knows who he wants, you know, I, so, I'm telling you, I'm dreaming of Isco. Lately. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I think every, every Everton fan is dreaming of that. So that's what <laughs> we're referring to. He knows who he wants. He doesn't want Isco. So, why not? I just had Davinson Sanchez. Um, oh, I saw that too. I don't know how I feel about that because when every center back is fit, you have – because I, I do rate Brantwaite. I do think he's going to alone, but I do think from what we've seen about he is going to be quite the quite mm-hmm. the deal. So, I mean, you'd like to see him go out alone in January potentially if we're, everyone else is fit with Godfrey. But, but we, are, we just have we center backs coming out of our ears, though. You know yeah. what I mean? If, if which, any, is glue, which is awesome, by the way. Yes. Yeah. I will say if, if we were to spend any money anywhere, I would buy a second striker or a left winger, mm-hmm. a left a left mid, a left winger, a left mid. If we had any left wing, a left winger, or wherever. Oh I yeah, mean, that's. I, I mean, I don't know how he wants. I'm sure it's gonna be fluid, but I mean, Hamas will be on the right. I assume mm-hmm. given that free roam. See, Rome. see, I had forgotten that. That's where I, I, my brain yeah. farted. I was like left. I was like, yeah. what? A, haven't we always needed someone on the right? But. But no. you're right. Right now, yeah. <laughs> but I, I could see alone be more attractive at that win- that left mid left wing position. You know, because yeah. we we already have a rotating trio of Awobi, Bernard, and Gordon. So I don't want to splash the cash and high wages for another Bernard or something. Yeah. So especially with Gordon, we all have high hopes, and mm-hmm. hopefully that pans out. I mean, if you were to go on loan, that's a different story. But I don't want him to see him go on loan. I want to see him play. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I mean, the squad is thin, but I don't think, I mean, it makes any sense to buy anybody if we can't move Balassi, Besic. Because, I mean, we don't have Uzmanov in yet, whose financial fair play still seems to be a thing. So it's, and Marcel Brand, and with COVID, COVID, I mean, revenues are down everywhere. Mm-hmm. And Morshiri's, I mean, 65 million on Hamas, Godfrey, Dakure, Allen, you know great business but that's still 65 million pounds yeah. in a and we've had losses like every single season in the last four years if you follow the ask on twitter you'd you'd come across you'd at least see it so i could see <laughs> every everybody being a bit skint this january because yeah. it's always you know, as you say notorious so i mean 
everyone's going to be trying to find a loan deal. And I think it's me who pays the money. And I don't want us to buy anybody if it means overpaying. And getting, we don't want to over, we can't, we shouldn't be overpaying anymore. We should be getting the, the, the ISCO on loans, the, the Hamas is on a free, pay the wages. That's how you, that's how you get to build a, a Champions League perennial team by getting smart deals and selling players for, yeah. for a profit. So I think, I think uh, I'm going to echo your sentiments. Uh, look at a striker of some sort. Um, if we're able to move someone else on uh, potentially just on loan, uh, someone who's okay, not always being the starter, but somebody who's willing to work and somebody, you know, that would be cool. And enter Valencia. I think an enter Valencia on this team would be, would complement Dom pretty well. He does. He complimented Lukaku pretty well, but like that's, that could be a decent loan signing. Pretend, I mean, obviously that's in the past, but I think that mm-hmm. would be exactly who that type of player would fit our, fit our role. And I think a player like that would definitely be eager to play. And that yeah. is, yeah. Um, and I would say loaning, uh, loaning a winger of some sort. I think I agree with that. Also, I, I want to play it by ear with how Kenny's doing as a right back. I want to play that by ear a little bit because I'm still – Still not sure. I'm still not sure. You know, I love John Kenny. No, I, I, I think I, we need a new right back. I think. That, see, that's the thing. Like, if if it's a situation where Kenny finds a, a good fit, and we and we can find another Ngunku, something, you know, another yeah, exactly. really amazing. But I don't think anybody yeah. expected Ngunku to be as good as he was. Oh my gosh! I don't think I think Carlo must have had that smile. You know, yeah, here <laughs> because yeah. that guy is sucking up. So. Okay. So right back potentially as well, something. Yeah. But again, these, these are potentially a lot of loans. Uh, and but, but in, in fully aware that some of these, we just need somebody who, can, who will do for the rest yeah. of the year. So it could be we get nothing. Just exactly. saying. Yeah, that's January uh, though. Another really good question uh, from B. Boulian. B. Boulian. I don't know how to say that, but I hope that I said it right. With Moise Keane playing well with PSG. I've been waiting for a Moise Keane question, by the way. Uh, will he be ready for the level of the Premier League or would another loan spell be in the books for, for him? And then a sub comment on that is by Super Connected says another option and most likely is that he doesn't return to Everton at all. How are you feeling about this Moise Keane loan and what do you think is going to happen next year? I think the sub comment is the winner. I, I, don't, <laughs> I, I, one, I, I don't know if he's – I, I have watched. I try to watch PSG now if they're playing because of him. Yeah. And he won a penalty and had an assist yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't think League One. And I think you're playing in a PSG side with Mbappe mm-hmm. and Clad Neymar, and you would expect. I mean, the talent that he has mm-hmm. to, to get goals and get assists. And so I don't want to be hyping him too much. I, I don't. I don't think I honestly don't think he's cut up for the Premier League, but I I think a lot of that was based on his attitude. That mm. COVID party he hosted, and then you saw him come on during the you know the restart, and he you could tell he was out of shape. And then the Duncan Ferguson incident where he was sub. I think that his first year at Everton, like everything that could go wrong, kind of went wrong sort of deal. So mm. this this and Carlo coming in, I'm sure he listened and whatever, but. I think it's a good move for him. And I think that's the best thing about it because I don't think he returns with Mino Raiola because if he's happy there, why would he want to come back here? And if they wanted the player to stay, I love the no option to buy because that's a smart piece of business. Right. 
that's a very you can anyone's available to be bought, but at our turn on our terms. So mm-hmm. I don't think he comes back. But and if he does, I hope he has a Dominic type development where he's top of the league in goals, you know, but but I think if he comes around for we get a nice profit because while well, we spend thirty million on him, mm-hmm. someone comes in with forty five million, I think you take that. Yeah, uh, I think it, his value is going up for sure. Yeah. And but I uh, I do think playing a lot more games, getting in front of goal, finishing, getting confidence high. Um, I'm still I'm not completely sold on the fact that he's not happy at Everton yet. I think he was yeah. not happy not playing. You know what I mean? Like that's young players. Young players need to play for sure. You know, I and agree. if he comes back and he's more confident. And he's stronger because that, that's the thing. He is a physical guy. He is hyper-physical when he mm-hmm. has the ball, um, which I love. I love the fact you can't bump him off the ball. I love that about him. But I feel like he's a little wild with his finishing sometimes. I feel like there's a certain polish that, that, uh, that he could really – if he could be a little more refined with, with his uh, ball control and finishing, which, let's be honest, Dom was not a finisher for a while. You know, he was not, yeah. yeah, not nearly as clinical as he is now. Um, and it took him just being in front of goal, being in front of goal. I guarantee you, you've played with strikers before who would miss the most inexplicable nonsense when they first got to the team or something. And then after a while, all of a sudden, they start tucking him away and something has just clicked and you have no idea. It's like somebody took the film yeah. off the goal. You know, confidence is a crazy thing in soccer. Yeah, honestly, so the weird. the most funny, it's the most important form. You don't you, you, you people underestimate it if you don't play. How mm-hmm. big of a thing mentally, mentally being a striker, the toll it takes. Yep, this is so. Yeah, I completely true. agree with everything you said. Let's hope positive things for Moyes playing every week. Um. So I, I I could I could see that happening. Him coming in and let, let's imagine he he sit there and progresses and all of a sudden he's he we can start him every once in a while for a Premier League game and give give Dom a rest and and not everything's relying solely on Dom. What if we have a player in Moist game when he comes back who starts I don't know every third Premier League game every three Premier League games he starts or every third one and then Dom comes in and is an impact sub later. Why not? It's a change of pace. They do different things. Something could be different, yeah. right? So or, who knows? Or you play both and Richie on the left, with I know, which, I do, which I know he doesn't prefer it, but he can play anywhere according to Davide Ancelotti. Yeah. So why if Moyes is good, if Moyes you know, comes back and is getting goals, you play both of them, you put Richie on the left and you put James on the right, that solves mm-hmm. a big problem for us. So, <laughs> so and having said all that, do I think the most likely option is that he doesn't return to Everton? Yes, I think that's the most likely option. But I just wanted to give attention to the other Everton ones. Everton <laughs> that. Everton that. That's how you sum that up. Yeah. <laughs> so, it a world beater, not for us. Yeah. Uh, so, Bowsy Toffee Tits, that is a heck of a name. Just going to say it. Uh, says, Carlo has put too much faith in Gomez, Siggy, and Awobi. Is it time to give Gordon starting berth this weekend? And I feel like there is a uh, Benny Cooks asks, is it time to give Tom Davies a run? Does partnering with Alan DeCorey relieve him of enough defensive responsibility to succeed for us? Gomez has been underwhelming and Davies offers perhaps more energy. 
and tighter, tidier linkage of play. So Ooh, that's a people lot. are asking, yeah. what about Gordon? What about Tom? Well, I, I want to see Gordon play on Saturday. And with Dean, I think his chances of being back, I think his, Gordon's chances are higher playing because mm-hmm. Gordon doesn't – I think he gives the ball away a little too much for Carlos liking, and he, he just is a little wasteful. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think, you know, game against United with, you know, Marcial Green or Rashford, especially you want, you know, to, to stifle that counter threat, which is I think how they're going to come in and line up. So I could see him putting in a Wobi. <laughs> As much as that pains me to say, just because a Wobi does track back, and if Hamas is fit, Hamas will not be tracking back. Um, and I don't really want Hamas to be tracking back because I want him up there to spring Dom. So I think it will be a Wobi, but I certainly, certainly, certainly want to see Gordon first sub off the bench at 60 minutes. You know, he needs to be getting 15 minutes minimum. You know, 30 minutes. You know, would be ideal. Uh, and then Davies. I don't think Davies will play. I, I, I just, I just, with Hamas back, I think it'll be Sigurdsson instead of Gomez, mm-hmm. uh, which I actually think will be fine. I think, I think Sigurdsson has looked motivated this year. I, you actually see him running. He's not really fast, but at least he's, you can tell he's running, which is better than the previous performances. So I'm excited to see him because I think he actually does offer us a little bit added dimension when you do have, don't have to to have him worry about tracking back and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But if it's Gomez, Siggy together with, you know, with Alan Degure, that's worrisome. Then you don't have the legs and then you don't have the quality. Cause that means, you know, Hamas isn't there or, you know, who's going to play on the left Sigurdsson. That's out of position. That's, that's a mistake. So I don't think either of the youngsters play. I think it's because mm-hmm. Carlo likes the experienced approach. Especially mm-hmm. against Man United, you know, I last year he chose it. I think he'll still choose it, especially without Richarlison. And we have Coleman back too, which may make a difference in his selection. But I think he goes with the experience this week, and then adjust accordingly. Yeah, especially after last week. But I could see that uh, with Tom. I, I do like the idea of him having less defensive responsibility. I love that. I don't – I think he could feasibly do a job with Decore and Alan. Um, but I, I think he still – when you see him go forward, when you see him become a part of, of the attack, I think often you see him unsuccessfully threading the needle often. He has these ambitious passes. And I love the fact that he's, he's trying to go forward. I do love that. I just want him to be able to accomplish these, you know? I think the issue is it's once every two or three games, and he, and he needs a loan. A, he needs a championship loan. I would he agree. Needs, I, I'm fully on board with that. Yeah. Because it, the quality, I, you see some of the passes he can make. It's, the vision is there. The quality is there. It's just the... I think he needs to be relied on for a championship team week in and week out. Or just and for anyone. Get, just be relied yeah. on, even well, if it's a little bit. Yeah, Holgate yeah. came back a different player when he was fighting, you know, for promotion with West Brom as a defender, yeah. you know. He came back a tough as nails leader at 23. I think Tom would certainly de- develop into that if he got a, a good loan move. I think he just needs some sharpening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just sharpen. Yeah. Just, just, I, just get sharper. Because if he's more precise – and, I mean, he is a smart kid. Yeah. He is. 
He's a smart kid. I think he has good ideas, but it's just he isn't able to accomplish them. Because Usually not able lacking. to. Yeah. Yeah. So, and with Gordon, I, <laughs> I also want to see Gordon play because he's the second most direct yeah. that I can think of. Every time he gets the ball, immediately go. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I completely agree with that. It's exciting <laughs> to watch. Yeah. But I, I, I think that Carlo likes to use him as a late game changer if need be. Him or Bernard, depending on, on where they want them to play. But yeah, yeah I, I definitely think we need more Gordon and more Davies, you know, because I think Davies has looked pretty decent. And if, if you're going to put Delph out there, but Davies, that's the way I see it. I can't stand Delph. <laughs> I, I don't have the Delph hate as much. Uh, I, I think I think it's there's some carryover from last year. I do think he's performed – It seemed, I feel like he's performed a little better this season than he did last – or he didn't even – I mean, he was hurt so much last year. It was hard to take him as seriously. But, um, yeah, I don't yeah. hate on Delph as much. I feel like there's there's some things he does he does well, but it's just – he, he tends – his play tends to coincide with when we're playing poorly, and that is an interesting coincidence. I will say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to end that conversation. I agree. <laughs> Try, if that would be below. fair to your point and Adele. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so summary. All right. So that's the mailbag. That's it. I don't think there's any other questions for that because I combined that last one. Yeah. Cool. Perfect. That's an awful throw. Got to call a bad performance when I see it. There we go. That's better. All right. Now then, we got a we got a match coming up this Saturday. Um, Manchester United. We'll do a preview now. Um, can I just say I'm gonna have to record it again? I thought that's unfortunate. Yeah, I, I, I saw my kid's schedule where he's scheduled to have a game midday. And I was like, perfect, right? And then after I found out I, I'm going to be able to watch the game live, our match live, Everton live, uh, they, they schedule my kid an additional 8.30 game, which would be an hour after start time on Eastern Standard Time. So, yeah, I'm going to have to be leaving. You can catch the first half. I'm going to have to leave my house. No, oh. the field is like 30 to 45 minutes away. No. Yeah. Get there, leave at 7 a.m. Tell him he's got an extra hour. Keep you up east to practice. (laughs) (laughs) And I can't, and I can't even pull like the, like watching, like listening to the game while I'm watching my kids game because I'm one of the coaches. Oh, so yeah. There. It's just, that is tough. Yeah. It's just the way it is. Social media the whole day. Yeah. Well, no, I'm going to, I'm going to get the updates. The top of blues, like message group. Oh my gosh. I find out everything from that, you know, every detail. If someone gives someone a mean look, I will find that out ahead of time. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm going to know it. So if like, I, but it is good to go into a recorded game knowing where we shit. It is good just to kind of be prepped for the day. Mentally prepared. Yeah. yeah. You so, get, yeah. You, you get your beverage of choice. You're like, well, Yep. I mean, for the next, you know, you get to skip halftime too. I, I do like that part. You skip halftime, so that is nice. Ninety minutes, you know. Like, all right, I know exactly where I'm going to be. Oh, that's funny. At least I don't have to. I I know it's going to be bad, so I'm not going to hear this commentary. Yeah. You know, I don't need to hear Tim Howard bashing us. Yeah. And Rebecca Lowe and 
the Robbies. One of the yeah. Robbies, yeah. I just going to say one of the Robbies. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it's a win, though. Yeah, yeah. So uh, United right now are going through a weird, a weird patch. It's a weird time for them. Uh, the current form, they're 15th in the, in the Premier League with a 2-1-3 and three record. Their previous three results, they recently lost uh, 2-1 to uh, Istanbul, the Saksha here. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, uh, good. Yeah, I, it was not bad for me considering the fact that I didn't watch that game. Uh, <laughs> I've seen them play and I was like, I remember enough to be able to say this and not sound like a total idiot. Um, <laughs> only a partial one. Um, so, uh, before that, they had a 1 0 loss to Arsenal, and before that, it was a 5 0 win over Leipzig. Uh, they're weird. United is so weird right now. Um, and it, it, there, I would, you would even say they've got some turmoil going. Uh, I think the, some, a lot of supporters are not super happy with Ole right now. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a strange time to play United. Uh, I feel like one of the stronger performances recently was when they beat PSG in Champions League. And yeah. on that one, they were running like three in the back with wingbacks, you know? Which is interesting. That United fan at work was like, why are we not doing that? I don't understand, you know? It's like, we played great that game. Um, and, and then he comes in bashing Pogba because Pogba, he's, he, this guy's super frustrated. And he has to encapsulate a lot of United supporters. So strange times for United right now. Uh, I'll rattle off some possible starters, and you may have some additions or some alterations. Uh, but De Gea in goal. Juan Bissaka on the right, Lindelof and Maguire in the middle, uh, Luke Shaw on the left, unless uh, Alex uh, Teus is healthy. Um, I think it'll be Shaw. I hope it's Shaw. Yeah, me too. I, I super do hope it's <laughs> – yeah, uh, I think it's just he's a little borderline. I'm not sure. Uh, but anyway, you could see uh, McTominay or Matic in the middle, um, Fred and Pogba. Uh, Fernandez, Bruno Fernandez. And then uh, uh, you could also see Greenwood, Rashford, Martial, some combination of them. I feel like United is strongest when they're running all three of those guys across the front. I think it's going to be a 4-3-3 for them with Fred, Pogba, Fit, and Bruno. And with those three, with Greenwood, Martial, and Rashford. I think Fred is such a good counter- player, but... I feel like usually if they don't have Matic and McTominay in for like that physicality aspect, you know, yeah, I feel like they lose it. It's just, I, it's so it will be. T- See, that's a question for Ole because with our midfield of Allen and Dukure, we're physical now. And so yeah. he has to make, I agree, he has to make the decision, but Matic is about 32 year old, you know, McTominay, I think is probably the better choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he goes with McTominay, I think he has to go four two three one, and I just don't think four two three one is a, an effective formation anymore. I agree. Well, not for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, certainly not for them. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, and the, their stronger games they played was when they run the run those three young folks across the middle. They're so they're poised. They're exciting. Um, I hate playing against Martial. He always loves playing us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> It'll be it'll be interesting, yeah. I'm very interested to see the the, the team lineup because I think Ole is playing for his job, which is why I can see Man United winning four 0 and then losing to West Brom next week, and then he gets sacked. But 
I, I, I mean, I think the players may quit on him too, because they certainly, mm. I mean, losing to Istanbul, I mean, that's yeah. their first win in the Champions League. Are you, is it Europa League or Champions League? I can't that's the first, uh, the first, uh, it was Champions League. It was Champions League. Yeah, it was, their, it was their first. Sorry. Crazy. Because Skirtle yeah. was playing for them. their first win Champions League. Yeah. yeah. Just, oh, just, you don't expect, yeah, just. I'm sure Alex Ferguson had to turn it off because it's a sh- their shadow of who they were 10 years ago or so or eight years ago when he left. Seven years ago, I guess now. Even time. though, i got to be honest, I do get the impression that Fergie has a permanent Bluetooth implant in Ole's <laughs> ear telling him everything to do. Like, oh. okay, okay, Ole, you got to use the bathroom. Let's go to the bathroom now. Or you know, that's something. <laughs> a little bit of a lag that would explain a lot you know why why his decision making is not always always quite spot on but i think that lineup yeah i think i think they go with the four some two, three, form one, of four, those two, yeah yeah i don't think they go with three at the back um, yeah i don't but, i don't think so either i think you're gonna see wambasaka lindelof mcguire yeah, and shaw i think, I think they are, play for the counter to to expose or probably what we're gonna be playing a high line at home i think mm-hmm. you know because we're at goodison so I think you're pretty pretty correct with that with that starting eleven. And can we agree that the biggest threat is Fernandez, uh, Bruno Fernandez, with a penalty? That is our biggest. <laughs> yep, that is the <laughs> biggest threat. Yeah, that's yeah. The Pickford sending off probably. Oh yeah, just yeah. Uh, uh, no, I agree. Even though I do, I do, I do think that we don't give up a penalty this week. I'm sure. Ancelotti will, will will blow a gasket if, if if we do. Yeah, I just it's a lot of it's, you, it's good to be aggressive, but you got to pair yeah. that with some sense of being having some professional restraint. Exactly. Keep yeah. trying to keep a clean sheet. I mean, uh, and and uh, we joke about United getting penalties all the time. Uh, they do have a very Fernandez is a is a quality distributor, and Martial, Rashford, and Greenwood are. Very dangerous forwards. They really are. But I, I think this match. I think this match comes down to the midfield. I think. I'd love I think to see the matchup. What they pair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what Carlo opts to. I can see him packing the midfield. But yeah, I'll, we can get on with it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. What do you think our lineup's gonna be? Huh. Well, I wish it was Olsen, but it'll be Pickford. Carlo is a man of his word. Yeah. Surely. So Pickford then Coleman. Keen, Mina, Dean, Dakure Allen, James, Calvert Lewin, and then you know leaving the the one that's the most uncertain. There are two left. Oh yeah, yes, there are two left. The two most uncertain ones. Um, yes, Sigurdsson. That's the ones that give me Sigurdsson. trouble. Yeah, Sigurdsson. I think Sigurdsson. We'll see him, and I think we'll see a Wobi. You. That's exact words I have written down, man. I, I, and it's not what I want. It's not what I want. That's. So I think will happen. So. That's what I think will happen, and I don't. I, I still think this is that that lineup is a squad capable of getting getting a win. Oh, I do. I, I think so too. It's not 100%. straight doom and gloom. It's not exactly what I want. Um, but yeah, I would like to see a forward that's more. It will be. I'd like to. I want to see a will be in a role more like what Hamas does. You know, let's have him be the ten on the wing. The idea of him him having the pressure of being a Richarlison type forward, yeah, we he's, need a player more like nah. Richie. 
Yeah. He's a progressive passer. He's not a direct threat. Yeah. Right. I was just reading an athletic article today about, about that. And yeah. There's just, there's just no comparison there. If that's what you're looking for is Gordon is, if you're trying to replace Richie, Gordon is the, the best I agree. substitute for that. But I'm, I'm so with you. I don't think you can replace Richie. I just don't. I think, I think you think just do your best. <laughs> you do your best. You compensate and then you hope yeah. with the added quality we have now that, Hamas scores a worldie. Calvert Lewin gets a couple poachers. You know, mm-hmm. De Gea has a mistake. I think a De Gea mistake is as likely as a Bruno Fernandez penalty. To be to be honest. Yeah, I I, I, I totally with you on that. I think yeah. with their mentality, I think with their mentality and their recent run of results, you go after them the first fifteen minutes. I think they can. You get that goal in the first fifteen minutes. I I honestly don't think if they go to the halftime breakdown. I don't think Ole has. I think that squad, that spirit is, has been lost. And I think the writing is on the wall and it's up to us to make it happen. I do get kind of a vibe of desperation from Ole lately and in, in the changes he's making uh, with lineup and with formation. I, I do get that vibe. Um, however, I, some of that could be squad rotation. Uh, but that's me trying yeah. to trying to they get They try the to have the match rescheduled. They yeah. try to have the match rescheduled. But, I mean, it's the same thing with Arsenal going their Europa League campaign where they go to like Kazakhstan or, you know, Eastern mm-hmm. Europe and then they play on the Sunday, you yeah. know, it's the same thing. They don't get rescheduled. So does it, that's, I think is Ole trying to play games, take the distraction off of the squad. Yeah. So what do you think is going to happen? What do you think the score is going to be? Well, I think, I don't think we keep a clean sheet as much as much as I want to say a number starting with, with zero, I think they get one goal. I don't think I don't think it's a, a Fernandez penalty. I don't. I think it's a Rashford goal. I think Rashford gets a goal against us. But I think we get three. I think we get two or three. I really do. All right. I really I think with 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 Calvert Lewin and Hamas, if, if Hamas is oh sorry, I should preface that. Hamas being fully fit, please. Let his testicle, whatever special treatment they gave him. Please, if Hamas is fully fit, I fully expect him to put three to five balls in, which can be, which are goal scoring chances. And Dom, I expect him to score one to two of them minimum. So I, I think that gives us that X factor that we haven't had in a long, long time. And that's mm-hmm. why I have, have some hope and it's at home. So. We have to make them walk from the car park. I love that. I want to watch live in there walking from the car park. I just think that's the ultimate, you know, and then they have to do a siren. Oh, I just love that part of it too. So, so yeah, so, welcome to Goodison. So, Sachin, can I just tell you, making Toffee Blues history, the, the first person on the channel, I'm pretty certain, to have uh, prayed for Hamas's balls. Uh, that's, 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 I, you uh, said that you were like, oh, and I was just like, yes! I want the three yes. points. The, <laughs> the table's crowded. At the, 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 the top half of the table is very crowded. <laughs> oh, and I'd love to see Man United fire their manager. I love the fume and the fallout. Oh, that. yeah. it's that's more, The United that's more fume is a mighty fume. Yeah. It is, they do oh, not hold back. Yeah. It's, Man United, Liverpool losing always, always solid. <laughs> so, so. Well, I, I am going to – I am less optimistic – I don't think it's going to be a loss, but I'm picking. I'm I'm calling a a boring one-one draw. Uh, yeah, uh, super boring. 
Uh, I would like – I want to see some more chances. Going out in that last match seemingly to smother rather than to create chances in the first half, yeah. I feel like it was bad mojo. And it just – I feel like when you go out there seemingly playing for a tie, it's, a, it's just not the way – it doesn't feel like the way we've been playing this season. I completely you know? agree. And but I think I think that all changes with with Dean and Coleman. I think I hope and, and I, Thomas I, coming back. Hopefully so. I think that I think those three players coming back into the side is is the boost we need mm-hmm. because uh, Tifo Tifo football put up great 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 kind. Oh, I can't speak a long long session. But they they had a video I remember with Ancelotti's Everton and it was con- in possession. It's contingent on those fullbacks getting forward and then you yeah. know, the inside play of Richarlison and whatnot. So it's a huge boost, I think. And Coleman has been immense this year defensively. I'm yeah. whoever's playing on the left, it's probably gonna be Martial, I imagine. Mm-hmm. I, I think Coleman will have him in his pocket because Coleman has Coleman has looked really boss this year. So that helps. Yeah. Dean's always a little bit he's always prone to making one instance where the man on his back gets lost. But yeah, Carver Tackles are pretty good. His quality is there. So that's that's where my confidence comes from. More so than just relying on Hamas. A little bit more method than just math. Ah, no, I'm I'm definitely you know? with you. Uh, yeah. So, I'm uh, I, so I'm going conservative with the one-one draw. Um, do I know who scores? You know what? It's Yerry Mina's time to score. I want <laughs> Yerry Mina to score, and I want him to go to the corner and do that dance. And I'd prefer it not be the Macarena. Okay. The last time it was interesting, yeah. but people were mocking it because they were like, oh, they're not organized. But it was something that they talked about. No, Yerry Mina, go in the corner and do that crazy thing where you throw your hands all over the place and it's so good. And it's the best dancing I've ever seen in my life. I hope Yerry scores too. I love the big man getting getting a header. I love it. It's a center back scoring a goal off a header. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's what I dream about every time I go for a quarter. So It's just been too um, long. I, I haven't agree. seen Yerry Mina dance enough lately. Just saying, it needs to happen. So, Gary Mina, I'm down make it with happen. That. And uh, and uh, I am I'm, I'm uh, Martial. I think Martial will score for them. He just he just yeah. gets up for us for some reason. It's like he likes playing us. Anyway, all right. So, two or three to one from Sachin. We, he's Mister Positivity right now, which is that's good. Normally, I am the more positive so normally really... i am not normally i'm not positive normally <laughs> i am anything but but i've watched so much bad everton and i i'm gonna be positive now with, with, with nice. the, uh, not, oh i need it <laughs> you know so, so a little role reversal here then yeah we're, uh-huh. we're down with that yeah uh, hopefully after this start you know after you don't think put our hopes up so high on this pedestal like maybe top four is on mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I just don't want those to be dashed. Oh no, I'm I'm still so. got those. I still got those, but I'm I, I'm I'm wondering like if the I I feel like the healing salve of getting any points is is heading in the right direction after the past two matches. You know what I mean? Just yeah. you know, I don't like mm-hmm. I mean, get on get on a point streak. Completely yeah. agree. So it's a long season, thirty eight matches. It is. It's that marathon. Mm-hmm. So. All right, so that's the end of the show. Holy cow, we made it. Speaking of marathon, hey, pleasure to be on once again. Thanks, yeah. Gary. Thank you for coming on, Sachin. Sachin, do you have anything to plug other than the fact that you're on Falcon Blues? Falcon Blues are cool. 
by the way. Layback I phone guys. I, well, I saw. I can Can we? Can we swear on this show? I don't know. The Falcon Blues give me. All right. Well, I always sign off for Falcon Blues. I have to do it now. Up the fucking toppies, Colin Chong. That's what I end with. So <laughs> that <Yeah>. works. So. <laughs> Everybody out there, uh, check out Falcon Blues. You can find Sachin on there. Don't forget to check out his Twitter. Uh, his Twitter handle should be listed down there in that region. I don't know which side he's going to be on, but one yeah. of those down there. Uh, his Twitter handle will be there. And check out uh, his, uh, his, uh, his Everton and Me story is on there. That's on the Toffee Blues channel. Uh, so you can check out that. Um, so, segue... You can also just subscribe to the Toppy Blues because we're nearing 7,000 subs, which is nuts because it used to just me, just be me and Edward in a trailer out back, you know, sitting there <laughs> recording our little videos without any border. And I had to edit it and it was crazy. And all of a sudden, holy cow, we got all these contributors and we got fancy schmancy guests coming on and it's just really cool I don't know about that but oh come you. on come on no really uh, it's just it's really cool and i just want to say the the growth has been amazing there's been some, some really cool contributors for toffee blues and uh, i'm psyched to be a part of it as always i'm always honored um so just all the people out there thank you if you've already subscribed if you haven't yet please subscribe you can uh really um the main thing is that you you can find our videos quicker is what I would say if you subscribe. So if you're if you find that kind of thing cool, or if you're like you know what I want to throw them a bone because Jerry is not the most annoying person I've seen. <laughs> and figure out a compliment. And he it's likes the same soccer team as so. Yes, there we go. <laughs> More importantly, his hair is grayer than mine. Let's say that. So it's uh, so anyway. Uh, subscribe to the Toppy Blues, please, if you haven't already. We'd really appreciate it. Um, and if you're listening, subscribe to our podcast. Uh, check out the Toffee Blues on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and please check out the Toffee Blues website. Uh, yeah, there's all sorts of Everton content and a lot of the cool folks that show up on this channel. You can see their, uh, their, their writings as well. All things Everton is what you, is what you're getting there. So last plug, I have to do it because I'm really awful at marketing my book. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I wrote this book. We came up with the idea for it on a Toffee Blues recording one Christmas. And I'm the idiot that actually made it happen with my friend, Matt Taylor, who incidentally is a Liverpool supporter. So that oh, was interesting. Yeah, I know. That's so amazing, I sit, though. I, I had to sit there and listen to him. Uh, you go and throw it. But, um, but um, yeah, it's cool. It's, it's about a moose who likes to run and gets told, hey, you can't really be one of Santa's main flight school people because you're, you're not a reindeer. You're a moose. <laughs> so he ends up just kind of defying the odds and persevering and being who he wants to be, and all of a sudden people start appreciating him. It's crazy. It's like an anti-Rudolph story. So, Randolph the Christmas Moose, if you're like, <laughs> hey, I am into that kind of thing, uh, there it is. All right? So, in the meantime, I'll put, keep that there. That's where I keep it, right there. Uh, in the meantime, that's it. Sachin, thanks so much. Thank you. A pleasure. All right. This is really fun. You got to come on again. All right? And, yes. Uh, yeah, well, first of many. I'm yeah, sure. definitely. Always, always cool to meet another another Everton supporter, especially one that's fun to talk to. Very cool. Appreciate it. Uh, everybody else out there, uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And uh, let's let's get a let's get a win on Saturday, people. I mean, really.
Can you will it to happen? Let's, let's not put it in Everton's hands. Let's, it'll be in our hands. Let's will it. Keep the 12.30 kickoff vibes going, you know. Beat West Brom, beat Chelsea. Let's, let's add United to the list. You were the only people that's totally down with that early kickoff, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might be. <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool. It's unique. It works. All right. So three points on Saturday. Uh, yeah. Money Blues. Let's yeah. do this. And bye.